Coming to you live from Norman, Oklahoma. We've got all the breaking news from coaches to the NBA bubble. You're listening to Burgers and Brats with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. Some series are done in round one of the bubble. We're halfway through some others. Uh, but make sure you stay up to date with our latest podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else you get your podcasts at Burgers Brats. And stay up to date with us daily on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Brats. Matt, I know we are really good at our jobs, but there are a lot of things happening in this bubble that we did not see coming. Yeah, well, Braxton, you know, in this last hour, we've got major breaking news the Philadelphia 76ers are going to have a new coach at the helm. They have fired Brett Brown after seven years with the team. He is out. And let me tell you this. This is a move that in the last couple of days have been talked about quite a bit. Um, the people saying, look, if he cannot, one, if you get bounced in the first round, but if you get swept, he's out. And it happened. Uh, Philadelphia went four and out, a team that, is going to have has a lot of question marks. I mean, you go into this season, Braxton, and I think we both agree, look, this is, you know, not a bad team. I mean, you've got Joel Embiid, you've got Ben Simmons, you've got Tobias Harris, you've got Al Horford. This is, on paper, should be a team that should compete. Should, right? Well, Ben Simmons goes out with injury, and Al Horford doesn't really gel with this team. I think you'd agree with that. So there's a lot of question marks going in this offseason, Braxton. And let's talk about this series. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Celtics look pretty good. But really, when you think of all these questions about Philadelphia, about Joel Embiid, he's got three years left, $95 million. Is he going to be traded? Is Ben Simmons still going to be with the team? What do you think should happen this, with Philadelphia? This team is not going to implode, explode. They're not sending out everyone. They're going to keep Joel Embiid for now at least. He is the star player, him and Simmons. I mean, we we, we knew this um, Sixers team was going to be pretty good going into this year, and they they showed up. They met expectations. We thought they'd be a title or a Eastern Conference contender until Ben Simmons goes out. And we knew Celtics have been deep all year. They've been playing great. So we knew um, they were outmatched in this first series. They probably weren't going to win it once Simmons went out. Uh, I don't think you pull the plug on it on the players right now. I think getting rid of Brett Brown was a good, good move right there. Uh, I think you keep your players. Um, you, you shouldn't have paid Horford and Harris that much money. Jesus, what, what were you thinking doing that? But um, you got to keep Joel and um, Simmons. The process is working. You're just getting injured. Um, process is moving along. So just maybe add another star player. Maybe add a Chris Paul uh, this year or this next year. But uh, I, I like the players. I think they should stick around. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a uh, – I mean, I think you've got two good pieces in Simmons and Embiid. But the next coach is really going to have to figure out You've got, um, I mean, a lot of talent with, with Tobias Harris as well and, and Josh Richardson. and You've got a team here that, I mean, should be able to do better than what they have been if you're really trusting the process. The big question here is who they're going to hire as their next coach. And we now know after, I mean, they're in that coaching search now. They have let go of Brett Brown. And today it was reported um, on Twitter that um, – Sham was the one who, who, who tweeted it out, and he said that there's four different candidates. Obviously, their, their assistant coach, um, Ty- Tyron Liu, who's mentioned in everybody, but one candidate really surprised me, and I would be a huge fan of this move, Braxton. 
It is Villanova's head coach, Jay Wright. Now, look at what he has done. He has got a great record. I mean, he is a national champion coach at the collegiate level. Um, he's had some really great players over the years, really well-coached teams. So, Braxton, I'm telling you this. I, how would you? What would your, be your reaction if he jumps up to the NBA and Jay Wright was the new head coach in Philadelphia? I would like it. Jay Wright's done everything he can at Villanova. He's been great. They've been have have deep tournament runs a year in, year out, winning national championships even. And it's not like he's going to a Cleveland Cavalier team um, with Colin Sexton as their only player. It, he's not going to one of those awful, awful East teams. He's going to this good Sixers team, which has Simmons and Embiid and many more pieces. So it, it's not a career career killer right there i mean most people don't pan out most college coaches don't pan out in the nba but i think it'd be a great fit i think he i think if he he really wants to which i think he should he should take the job go and move to the city of brotherly love you get to go coach one of the top three centers in the league and um ben simmons who um is really good as well so i, I think it'd be a good move for him yeah, you bring up and the Sixers. You bring up a great point too about Cleveland. You know, John Beeline made the move from Michigan last season, or you know, well, still this season. Um, but he did not even last, uh, only through the All Star break. And that's a that's a it's a tough move when you have a big coach like John Beeline is at what he did at Michigan and well respected. It doesn't always mean it's going to translate over to the NBA. And we have seen that before. Calipar, John Calipar, Rick Patino, even here in Oklahoma, Lon Kruger, making the move at a time in their career to the NBA, but all three of them finding their way back to college because it just didn't pan out. And what, you know, we don't know for a fact if how serious Jay Wright is going to be considered. Um, but there's a chance. I mean, he was listed as a candidate and, would he have, can he break that, you know, I mean, there's no stereotype, but can he break that mold of, you know, where you look at coaches trying to make the jump from college to trying to manage NBA players and whoever's going to come into this, it's not like you're going in and you're having to coach LeBron. Okay. You're going in and you, but you have some guys that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and even Josh Richardson, his comments about Brett Brown after they got eliminated, Pretty much we're telling he, he said, you know, he's got to take more accountability. He's a good man. He means well, but he's got to take more accountability. That wasn't a vote of confidence. So you're, you, it's different. It's not college players. You're, you're, you're talking to grown men who are in their mid 20s, 30s, and you have to come in that situation with John Beeline in, in Cleveland. He made some mistakes, didn't have a you know, wrong calling, you know, thugs, you know, all that. That wasn't – he just made too many mistakes and he lost respect quickly. Say, for example, Jay Wright. Now, I'm not comparing him to John Beeline, but I'm saying you come into a situation, you have to earn that respect pretty quickly, right? Yeah. You have to go in and you have to get that respect. And a guy who did really well, and we got to mention him, and, and he just took out Brett Brown and the 76ers, Brad Stevens, coming over from Butler to the NBA, and he has been a huge success for Boston. So you have that and then you have other coaches that don't pan out and then will, you know, probably find their way back to college. But that's all speculation. But we both agree. Jay Wright would be a great candidate for 76ers. We would love to see. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Braxton, 
let's talk about another series real quickly that didn't pan out well if you're a Brooklyn fan. It does pan out well if you're a Brooklyn fan, and we apologize for you being a Brooklyn fan. Um, maybe next year. Maybe next year. That's kind of their motto, right? Four and out. Obviously, there is optimism next year because you have Kyrie and you got Kevin Durant. I mean, putting snakes on teams now, but <laughs> they got a snake. And then, you know, you've got DeAndre Jordan. They'll be good next year, but they weren't right now. They fired their coach, Kenny Atchison, earlier in this season, you know, which was a shocking move. They're going to be looking for a new coach. There's reports out there. They want to try to get Greg Popovich from the Spurs. That's laughable. Good luck with that one. Braxton, thoughts on Toronto knocking out Brooklyn? Thoughts on My thoughts series? on Toronto are that they are going to make the finals for the Eastern Conference. I, I picked the Bucks, but after watching this Toronto team, what they are, what they did to the Nets, how many points they score every game, what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball, that that team is going to beat the Bucks, or that team is going to make the finals. Um, this year, I guarantee it. I'm changing to Toronto. I'm all in on Toronto. They are going to make the finals this year. I, I love this team. I love this team. They're even they're better without Kai Kawhi Leonard this year. Best team in their history. I'm I'm all in on the Toronto Raptors. Well, this is a Toronto Raptors team that's coached by Coach of the Year Nick Nurse. If you haven't seen it, check it out on TNT. Um, you can find it on social media. Google it. Um, his high school coach. Sent a video in presenting him with the award, um, which you could tell Nick Nurse's emotion. He was full of emotion. It, he was so taken aback, like, wow, this is, uh, you know, amazing for him. He's well-deserved. He's an underrated coach um, who's finally getting that, you know, people talking about him. He really is a great coach in this league. Um, and you, you got a good point. Toronto has looked very good. Um, blowing out the Nets in game four. I mean, they scored of 140 some odd yeah, points. They dropped right? 150 I mean, last night or two nights ago. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, wanna, they're a well oiled I want to say something about the head coaching or the coach of the year. We haven't talked about that yet. I, yeah. I, I love Nick Nurse as a coach. Great. How, what he did with no Kawhi Leonard, and they're better this year. But I, you had to give that to Billy Donovan, in my opinion. Just what the Thunder have done with all these young stars, and you got old man Chris Paul, and they get the – they're half a game out of the four seed. They lost that on the last day of the bubble. But I, I, I think that – I believe Billy Donovan should have gotten the coach of the year. I'm not mad Nick Nurse got it because what he did was great, and I think that team will go far, a deep playoff run. But I, I, I wish Billy Donovan would have gotten that. Yeah, I mean, Billy Donovan, well-deserving. Obviously, uh, you're right, exceeded expectations. Um, much credit and much deserved. I, I, I don't, you know, we go back. I know we probably both weren't big Billy Donovan fans. Um, he's definitely changed my opinion this year. I give him a lot of credit for what he has done. And, and we'll talk about that matchup here in a minute. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm with you. I, I think Billy Donovan, well-deserving as well. Um, another series, and, and in fact, Braxton, this game took place today, uh, Milwaukee and Orlando. We were shocked Orlando won the first game. Um, it looks like that will be their only game. Um, kept it pretty close until the fourth quarter. Um, ended up losing today 121 to 106 to Milwaukee. Giannis dropping 31 points, 15 boards, eight assists. Braxton, uh, 
What words of advice would you give to Orlando going into uh, game five? Just let um, uh, whoever their guy is, I just keeps making those three. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, you talking about the center, Nikola Vucevic? Yeah, Vucevic. Just let him shoot threes. Just give him the ball. Um, let him do what he wants because he is balling out. He had 30-something today. They were in this game until the end of the fourth or whatever. I Watching this Milwaukee and Magic series, there's no way I can pick the Bucks to win this and win the finals or even make the finals. They This team has not showed up at all in the bubble. Uh, what they had a losing record um, in the regular season in the bubble. So I just watching this Milwaukee team, they don't know. This team is not the same team that was during the season before the shutdown. Just watching them is not fun. It does, doesn't look like they know what they're doing. They're not on the same topic. They're not on the same communication. I, I just can't pick this Milwaukee team after watching. I don't know if I can pick them to make it out of the next round. That this Milwaukee team is not looking good. Um, if you pick them to win the finals, yeah. Well, um, I I did pick them uh, to win the finals. Um, but you're right. I mean, if they do win this, well, I mean they're going to win the series. But yeah, they would be taking on our next game. Let's talk about Pacers Heat, looking like it's definitely going to be Miami, bearing some incredible. Um, you know, coming back from 3-0 deficit by Indiana. You know, we heard in the news in the last game that DeMontis Sabonis is coming back. He's returned to the bubble. Now, we thought he was done. Foot injury, he was done for the year. He's back, but he has to quarantine for, they say, a well, minimum of four days. Well, here's the deal, Braxton. <laughs> he's not playing. They're not. He won't get a chance. He's there for moral support. But I think we both agree that tonight will be the last game for the Pacers. Yeah, Pacers season, may right? pull one out tonight just on – is try and stay there a little longer um, at Magic Kingdom, but uh, the Heat, the Heat will win the series, obviously up three nothing. But th- this team, this Heat team, Jimmy Butler, um, Duncan Robinson, this team is dangerous uh, for next round against the Bucks. We'll talk about that um, on our next episode, uh, either later this week or next week. Uh, but this Heat team is fun to watch. Jimmy Butler, man, that dude is good. He is some. He is good. So um, I. He he will win either. I think they will. They they they'll win tonight or the next game. Uh, but they'll be moving on to the next series. Well, you know, I I really um am a uh, huge fan of Duncan Robinson. He is a three point specialist. He just all he shoots is threes, and they go in. Um, game two, he was like seven for eight. I don't know what he was in game three, but um, you know, he's been starting the games. He started game two. Th- making the first nine points for the team, just three after three after three. He's fun to watch, catch and shoot, um, really good pickup. And he's got an incredible story, you know, being D3, then going to play at Michigan, and then, uh, you know, getting his chance with Miami. Really cool guy. So definitely, I think we both think, yeah, series is over. Miami's got it. Let's talk about a game going on right now. Um, Rockets Thunder, Houston's up 2-1 in the series. There's four minutes left in the third. Houston's up 90 to 77 as we speak. Braxton, OKC got one in game three in overtime. Um, do you see them winning another game in the series? Well, what, they're down 13 right now. Uh, if they can pull out this one, I, they can probably win one more, but I think the series is over now. If they lose this game, series is over for sure. But um, they can probably sneak one more out. I, me and you thought, what, this would go to six, seven games? Um, it, six or six. 
it hasn't been competitive except for the one other game and then last game. But it, I, I thought this Thunder team would be uh, do a lot better without with a Rockets less Chris or with a Rocket less Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's right. There is no Russ, and uh, you know. This is a Thunder team that's got a lot of potential. Um, if they do somehow come back and win this game, I mean, 13's definitely uh, you can come back from that. That's not improbable. If they do tie it up at two and two, it creates a whole new ball game for this series. But um, yeah, right now, I mean, you've got Eric Gordon and James Harden with 23 and 25 points, and then you look at the Thunder team. You've got three guys at uh, SJ's at 16, Chris Paul at 15, Schroeder at 15. So you know, there's balanced scoring, but. Uh, the big thing is, um, you know, you've got a Rockets shooting 52% on threes, which that's what they do, and the Thunder are only shooting 29%. Again, you let James Harden get on any kind of tear, and he will, he will take you live. Um, that's what's that's what's tough. Um, and one thing that hurt Houston in Game Three was Harden fouled out. Okay, remember that he did foul out. Um, yeah. I think it was right at the beginning of overtime. And not saying that that cost them. It didn't. I mean, there was momentum going the Thunder's way, and they were making their shots. Um, and we know Harden's yeah. not there for defense, okay? But the big thing is, you know, Harden dropping 25. He's got 11 assists already in this game. I mean, that's just – you let him get hot. I mean, it's it's tough to do anything. Um, and the Oklahoma City Thunder team is just a young team that will get – they just got to keep – you know, building, and it's going to take some time. But they've got pieces there uh, to be a really good team for the future. And and I, I mean that. I give a lot of, you know, flack to our friends uh, that I just like to, you know, poke fun at them. But uh, they really seriously do have a Thunder team that I call them pesky. I really think they're a pesky team now. They don't go away easily, and it's only going to get worse uh, for opponents down the road, especially with all those draft picks they've got. And real quick, Braxton, i got to throw this in there because we're talking about draft picks. Pandemic P. Okay, George Paul. That dude, man. Um, We said it. We've said it many times. This dude does not show up in the playoffs. George Paul, Paul George. Wow, George Paul. Wow. Uh, It's Monday. Sorry, it's Monday. George Paul, yeah. Paul George. This dude does not ever show up in the playoffs. This is why we did not pick. The or that's why we did not think the Clippers could go far because you got to rely on Kawhi and there's no Paul George that ever shows up. Pandemic P, playoff P, I I I don't see it's not Russell Westbrook's fault they lost. It's um Paul George, but um playoff P in the last three games nine points three of fourteen, eleven points three of sixteen, fourteen points four of seventeen. This dude needs to be sent overseas to play basketball. He is. Awful in the playoffs. I I don't understand. This is why I can't pick the Clippers to make the finals. Because this dude does not show up. There is no second man on the Clippers right now. Yeah, it's funny. You mentioned that, that petition going around trying to convince, you know, get him to go play overseas. He has not been good, and he has really let down a Clippers team. Now, yes, he could always turn it around and, and, and start making shots, but these last three games, where has he been? Um, talk about this series. I mean, you go from that to the amazing game four that we witnessed yesterday. Um, Dallas down 21 in the second quarter, comes storming back to take up to a 12-point lead, do what they normally do and blow it down the stretch. 
Um, but able to overcome, and maybe I'm hoping, knock on wood, this is something to kind of break that little curse of, you know, blowing leads that they finally were able to actually come back and win this one on the dagger, the beauty of Luka Doncic's final shot the, to win the game. Braxton, we were, we were both watching it. The I double bang. It was great. That's only happened that day, like yesterday with Luka and 2016, Steph Curry versus Oklahoma City, where we got a double bang by Mike Green. So um, that game was special. Luka, that dude is inching his way to the top five players in the NBA right now. That dude is inching his way, especially if he can beat this Clippers team. I mean, no Paul George playing, but um, and without they did that without Kristaps. So, I mean, that's just remarkable, remarkable stuff there by the Mavericks and Luka. Yeah, 42 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists for Luka, um, continuing to do things as a, you know, first time in the playoffs um, and a 21-year-old. Uh, it is very impressive. Kristaps may be out. Uh, it's questionable for game five. We'll see what happens. But Dallas can win with Adam. They've proven that and really took the air out of the Clippers' offense. Uh, Clippers thought they had it in the bag, and then they just let their guard down. Uh, but tribute the Mavericks role players Trey Burke stepping up big time you know 10 points I think for I think it was end up being 10 points for Boban um you know guys stepping up but uh Luca man that was incredible what a game what a game um okay a couple other series we got left Braxton let's talk about I don't understand Nuggets I don't um, know I know you I like, don't know you what don't happened. want to talk about you get, it but uh Donovan Mitchell dropped 57 in game one Nuggets still when you're like oh my that happens with the Jazz, and they're still not winning. This is about to be a clean sweep. And then you lose three straight? Oh, my goodness. What are you doing, Denver? You got Jokic, one of the best centers, if not the best center in the league. You got Jamal Murray dropping 38. You got Jamal Murray dropping 50 last night, and you still lose. Come on. What are you? Why are you not getting stops on defense? Why are you not playing like um, regular season Denver Nuggets basketball? Third seed in the West, almost two seeds. I don't understand what's going on. We thought Jazz were the weakest team in the West. I guess not anymore, but um, I did see um, spread was three and a half last night uh, with that game. Jamal Murray's 50 dagger um, at the buzzer cost the better 215 grand. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. That's tough. That's tough. I, you know, we both were shocked by that. Um, thought the Jazz were the weakest team coming in. They proved us wrong. And Nuggets are on the verge of elimination. So hopefully for you, Braxton, they can win game five and, and maybe get something going. But, man, backs against the wall. and They're on the brink of getting sent home. That would be a big shot yeah, I might uh, for both of us. I night when it happens. <laughs> I'll make sure we got tissues for you, all right? Um, hey, final game. Let's talk uh, the one versus the eight, which doesn't feel like a one versus the eight. Uh, Lakers, Portland. Lakers lead two one, but you know this has been a, a fun series to watch. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you think that we can see, especially tonight, uh, Portland try to tie that series uh, up? Lakers go three one because we can see that LeBron can either get ten or he can get thirty eight, and the Lakers get a dub. So no matter how LeBron plays, Lakers can get a dub. Um, that does a lot um, for this Lakers uh, mentality and going into the game. As long as AD can step up like he's been playing the last two games and that AD of um, normal, 
um, plays. Uh, the, this Lakers team should go up three uh, one. This Lakers team is my clear front fra- uh, favorite in the Western now, um, if not the whole league, uh, just because of what we're seeing out of Milwaukee and um, the other LA team. So this Lakers team, uh, they're just built different, Matt. As LeBron said, we're built different. So I got I got Lakers winning this series. Um, I thought they'd be in trouble, but once they won those two games, and I think they win tonight. I um, I'm gonna disagree with you. I I mean, well, I mean, agree with what you're saying. I disagree. I think Portland's gonna win tonight. I think they're gonna tie it up. It's Dame time. He's hungry. That hunger's not going away. Gonna need the team to continue to step up though. Um, and gotta match everything the Lakers throw at you. But I want to see McCollum and Dame really have a, a really good game. Of, cur- of course, you got Nurkic. Um, I, I think Portland wins this, and we're gonna be tied after tonight. Uh, it's gonna be tough, but I'm, I'm gonna go Portland. Um, anything else, Braxton, about NBA before we move on to your favorite segment? Um, uh, Dame's what, got that. What do you? Uh, anything so else? We'll watch that. But um, right now. Lakers Toronto is my favorite. Those are my favorites right now. Those are my pick. I'm I'm changing my pick in the East to Toronto, so I'm going Lakers Toronto. Uh, next next we will be okay. doing round two analysis, so that'll be fun to see what happens in a few days when all these series finish. All right. We'll see what happens. Big stuff. Big on this ahead. day. Well, first make sure you're following us on Apple podcast spotify tune in pandora and anywhere you get your podcast at burgers brats and follow us us uh, for daily news on our twitter and instagram at burgers brats so in the year 79 yes we're going that far back mount vesuvius erupts and buries the roman pompeii um and herculaneum uh 15 000 people die so we all know um pompeii and then uh 1718 New Orleans is founded. I, I love my favorite places to visit. That food, mm, I know why Zion went to New it's Orleans. Awesome. Yes. It's good. Good place. And then 2008, the Summer Olympics in Beijing become the most watched event on TV ever. Guess how much percent of the world's population watched um, the um, event? I'm going to say 55%. No. 70% of the oh, world. Yeah. 5 billion wow. people. Wow. Watch the Summer Olympics. It's crazy. And that's on this day? Matt, you got some, birth- or some birthdays? Yeah, Dave Chappelle, Vince McMahon. That's right, of the XFL. Yeah. And uh, Reggie Miller. Some good some birthdays, birthdays we got going on. Oh, yeah. Big time. Hi, Braxton. Hey, so... You brought this to our attention. To, uh, right, hold on, to Matt. We got some today. updated news. Are you watching this? Are you watching this Rockets oh. Thunder? Ah, uh, give Rockets give us the ninety-three, Thunder ninety-two, entering the fourth. Ooh, I tell you, make it a series. Thunder win tonight. Rockets are in trouble. All right, what came out today? Yeah, so uh, you know, I you know, we we think it, it should be. We should be thinking, okay, college football. But with the whole virus thing and people canceling and, you know, delayed and everything, it still just doesn't feel like it. But today, the AP poll came out. Okay. I like to hear that, right? So, Braxton, we got people on the AP poll that aren't going to be playing this year. But 
let's take a look at them. I mean, what are some things that stood out to you? Because we got, well, here, real quick, I'll give you the top five. Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma. Is that right to you? And then what are some other surprises that you My see on this list? top five would be Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. Oh, that Georgia, Oklahoma. I don't want to be biased, but um, I'm, I'm going to have to go Oklahoma just because you got that Heisman front runner with um, Spencer Radler and all that offense and that defense is vastly improved um, still. So I would switch the I would switch um, three things up there, or I guess I'd switch up I'd switch up yeah. all the top five besides Clemson at number one. I think the most shocking thing to me is and um, that Texas isn't a top ten. Yeah, that that's actually surprising because they are overhyped every year. That that is surprising. Exactly. You expect them to be top ten and then finish not in the top twenty five, but yet they're fourteen. My, my thing um, is uh, Penn, or Penn State, Florida, because there's a lot of hype around them um, the last few months, and people are having Florida in the top three. So that's a little surprising there at number eight. Um, or actually, I'd, I'd put Florida above Penn State right now at least, um, switch them seven and eight. Uh, but, yeah, I thought they'd be a little higher because of all the hype around them. And then Texas A&M, of course, they're in the top 15 at number 13 because – Gig them right, and then a uh, Michigan all the way at sixteen. Wow! Wow! Oklahoma wow. State fifteen. That's about average. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you expect when you can't beat Ohio State, Harbaugh. It's what Very you get. True. That's what you get. Tennessee at number twenty-five, but yeah, I'm actually surprised A and M's higher than Texas. To be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> um. And that's no not throwing any jokes around, but it is funny, so I'll we're, laugh. We're, um, we're going to have know, some good that, top ten matchups yeah. this year. Uh, Notre Dame-Clemson will play. Uh, Alabama-Georgia play this year, I believe. I think I think Auburn, yeah, Auburn uh, plays Alabama. Auburn plays maybe Florida. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is, yeah, we, will, we are not going to get some of these matchups, and that's that's a bummer, but that's just the decisions that were made. Um but interesting. It makes you think about some of these. What could have been, but some of these matchups, yeah, will take place. So it'll be whenever it gets started. USC we'll at see. 17 is a little shocking, too. Um, I thought they'd be probably top 15. I'm surprised Michigan and yeah. USC are out of the top 15 for sure. And then Utah's all, all the way at 22 after a good yeah. year last year. That's that's another, That's true. That is very true. Hmm. Yeah. So, hey, leave us your thoughts. Um let us know what you think about the top 25 and how much you miss college football. A year ago today, understand. college football actually started for the season. A year ago today. Wow. And here we are waiting a couple more weeks. A couple more weeks. Hi, right, Braxton. Anything else on Nothing that? else. I'm just ready for some college football, man. I'm ready. Yep. Yep. Well, aren't we all? Aren't we all? All right, let's talk uh, our final segment. Who would you share a burger and brought? All Braxton right, Th- this isn't on this day, honest. This isn't on this day, but 130 years ago today, uh, Duke uh, Kahanamoku, he's, he's Hawaiian, so I, I messed up the name. The Hawaiian man who delivered the sport of surfing to the rest of the world was born. So never finished elementary school, the native Hawaiian uh, Duke, I'm not going to say his last name again, but he's got five names actually. 
became a competitive freestyle swimmer, and won five Olympic gold medals. And so after he retired, he traveled internationally to give swimming exhibitions. And when he decided to incorporate surfing in these shows, the sport, which had only previously been known in Hawaii, grew tremendously popular. Um, he was revered in um, California, where in 1912, he brought surfing to the mainland. And two years later in Australia, the sport was pioneered. So Duke um, is the father of surfing to the world. Oh, wow. Nice. Very cool. All right. So I've got um, one of these good stories right here of helping out people in the community during this pandemic. We go to Lone Tree, Colorado. A Girl Scout troop there reached out to their local elementary school to see you know, how they could help them out during this time. And they ended up making all kinds of PPE um, to give to the school. So masks and sneeze guards they gave them for teachers and staff and students um, and that's a really cool thing that you have your local girl scout troop stepping in and i love these stories braxton because you see you know we've talked about we did the you know i had one a uh, couple episodes ago about kids uh you know raising money through a lemonade stand it's kids making a difference i love these kinds of stories and especially in times like this you need everyone stepping up to take care of one another so good job to those Girl Scouts there in Colorado taking care of their local elementary with some masks and other uh, equipment needed. great. FTK. Yes, they are. Yes, All they right. Are. Um, well, that's another episode in the books. Uh, next episode, we'll be doing round two uh, breakdown and preview. So stick around for that. Um, find us anywhere you get your podcast or Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and tune in at Burgers Broads and share it to us daily on Twitter and Instagram at Burgers Broads. For Matt and I, thanks for listening. Take care and stay safe.